episode I briefly went over how level one uh, fleeting worrying thoughts did not have a significant effect on reality and I want to explain why that is the case or actually I want to skip the why and go to the how because this is meant to be practical um, something we put to use in our lives Um, but just for context, um, for the past couple of years, all of my worst fears and worries were brought up. And that worry voice, the contingency thinker who can be very helpful at times in creating plans B and C and so forth, became supercharged. And honestly scared the crap out of me. I understand why some people try to protect themselves from quote-unquote entities um, because I did not want to call this voice part of myself. Uh, However, it was and still is. Um, I have been and will continue to do work on integrating my shadow Um, And those parts of myself that rather than cast them aside, I bring them in and accept and listen to them, ask questions and discover the underlying cause of the things they say to me or it says to me, that worry voice is what I call it. Um, You know, I didn't call it anything. I just called it myself, just me worrying, but it was saying things that I I got so scared because um, at this point, accepting who and what I am is one way of saying it. I was really afraid that I was getting intuitions about something that would actually happen and that I would need to do something that the reason I was hearing this was so that I made sure it didn't happen um so okay but before I got into those deeper waters of doing that work um I was really scared of you know not just what the thoughts were even if they weren't an intuition about something going to happen that I needed to avoid, that they would create terrible things just by thinking of them. So um, part, part of the uh, 
So the silver lining, maybe, the reason why I'm grateful now for that voice, um, taking the thing that I'm most afraid of, um, was that it got my attention. Maybe it needed to be so intense in order to get my attention in order to do this type of work. Um, And I see that now. But at the time, I was very scared. Um, And so here's what I did. Uh, I, I call it listening. You can call it praying. You can call it meditation, whatever you want to call it. Um, you can also call it begging because at the beginning, that's for me what it was. <laughs> it was to that extent of finally admitting that something felt out of my hands. It felt like too much to carry and transform. And if you're anything like me, you probably can carry way more than you really need to. Um, If you're praying to God or goddess, pray to them. If you're communing with higher self, commune and listen. Get into that space, however it is that you get into it and go there. Then say, in however way you want to say it, um, as the one who knows my heart, my true divine will, whatever thoughts I have that are not in alignment with my true heart and true will, whatever is not in alignment with your true heart and true will, keep them in my inner space only for me to deal with and learn from because I realize having them is the call to deal with them. Do not let them pass into the atmosphere. Let only the thoughts and intentions in alignment with my deepest heart, with your deepest heart, to go out and create more beauty in this world and harm no one. And for the work I'm called to do as the one who will who can see more and knows the way through, please help me. You can say what is happening, you know, you can, you can say it out loud and then say, please present to me the resources I need to get through this, to understand it, to bring peace or whatever you want to say here to the situation. Show me how to go beyond it, to become the iteration of myself closer to you. Please show me in beautiful ways and in ways that will not harm others or myself. And then trust that it will be so. If you want, you can say, so it is. Or say, amen. Make this your own and do it from a deep space within yourself. And trust. So again, that... For me, it was easy to do it from a deep space within myself because I was terrified, to be perfectly honest. Um, It took something very scary for me to think about becoming a reality to get 
my attention and to show me the level of which to conjure up that space within myself and say, here it is. Please help me and get to that place of surrender and offer it up. And I will say that um, I did grow up a Christian. I am not a Christian any longer. But the word trust, when just just offering something up and surrendering and trusting that it will be done, I think that background for me was very sticky. It was not <laughs> it was not something I wanted to. I have a lot. I had I had a lot of walls and resistance to that type of thing. Period. Um. So how I got back into it through this work was um, was thinking about if you know if the three year old version of myself, if the six year old version of myself, whatever age child came to me and said, "This is happening. You've been through this. What do I do?" Would you respond? Would you help if you could? Of course, of course you would. And if you wouldn't, then please don't do this work until you know why you wouldn't and have laid the groundwork for growth in yourself. Um, for those of you who garden or take care of anything, children, plants, cars, computers, homes, take care of yourself you are a garden. Do what you need to make it a place you'd want to spend eternity in. You are a child. Reparent yourself in only the way you know how to do. Do the mechanical work to make sure that this being called you operates beautifully. Um, however you want to get into it, that's my way into trust and into self-care in that way. Um, if you were the emperor or the empress of the universe, would you trust yourself? Hopefully the answer is yes. <laughs> if it's no, then I promise that you can get to that yes, but there is work to be done to get there. There's always work to be done, and not all of it is butterflies, as, uh, butterflies and roses, um, mine has not been that way. Uh, it took something deeply scary for me to, uh, get my booty kicked into this. <laughs> um, but if you have a talent to make it fun for yourself, by all means do that. Um, by all means do that. Uh, you know, you have to do what resonates for you and, um, and not get scared off by the things that don't resonate for you. And what I mean by that is a lot of what I've read or heard is like digging for gems. 
if you want that beautiful rock, you have to get covered in dirt and brush it away in order to retrieve the gem. And there are gems all around, messages and clues all around you. If you listen to what resonates, that is your clue. That is your gem. Um, so that's how to protect yourself from yourself by way of your higher self. I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, write to me, ask me questions. Um, and clearly I've already covered that perhaps I was not at risk. You know, perhaps I did not need protection. I absolutely felt that way at the time. And if you can have protection why not <laughs> um why not bring the umbrella if you think it's going to rain i mean i don't really mind where it rain but some people think they're going to melt in it i guess um so the other thing i want to say about this is that psychic work operating in this plane it's not going to change who you are necessarily some people have very natural psychic power um, and they have their choice in how to use it. Uh, and I will say also, in case I haven't said it already, I don't think I have, is that we all have this ability. That's why I'm just putting it out there. Um, I mean, I don't think I've got some inborn natural talent per se, although I don't really know how to compare it to others. Um, anyway, just like money, um, and people say money corrupts, but what money actually does is enhance the type of person someone is. So if they have a strong tendency towards selfishness, or not even a strong one, even just a little <laughs> tendency towards selfishness and greed, it can corrupt them. But money itself is not corrupt. Money is an object. Money is a tool. And when used for good purposes, it is a super powerful tool. And psychic work is the same. Operating in this space, the same as the power you hold operating in the physical plane. You have the power to affect in good or bad ways. And it's your responsibility to do your self-work, to continually reflect and improve. And when necessary, and I would say it's probably always necessary, vet it through your higher self. Say, you know, this is what I desire. If it's in alignment, show me how to get there, please. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you feel that where you are now isn't there yet, it's okay. You don't, you don't have to be that super powerful psychic yet. Just if you have any inclination toward it, know that 
even just listening to this, even like having the inclination means that someday you will make those steps. And because you've made those steps at some point in your life, you have the ability to reach the part of you that has done that thing. And it will communicate to you. It can, you know, that part of you can communicate to the, you know, who you are now in this space. Um, at every single iteration down the line, I absolutely believe that that is true. Okay. So I think that's it for today. I hope that was practical because, you know, protecting for me anyway, it's practical because I do need to learn to protect myself. Um, I think that I can take it on, that I'm strong enough, that nothing can, you know, I've been through enough, nothing can get to me, and then something presents itself that can, and I feel small again and helpless, (laughs) and sometimes it takes reminders like that. Maybe maybe you are the type of person that it doesn't take something intense to get to you in that way and you can just more naturally flow with it uh yeah I don't know I am exploring the crevices I'm not really sure what to say but reminding myself to you know take the protection when I can why not okay sending love Thank you.